All right. All right. So I'm going to talk to the camera. What's up, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. Uh, you know, doing introspective conversations with people in my life. Um, and today's guest is a guy I know from college, from the college years, college era. He was uh, my basketball teammate and also one of my good friends, you know, going on trips and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, everybody welcome. I'll let him say his name. Go ahead. <laughs> Luis Ramirez. <laughs> Coming in at 183. <laughs> Long Beach. <laughs> you know, represent. Wait, <laughs> 49ers, what else? Uh, the pyramid. The blue I'm pyramid. not in there. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Now, man, I just want to say thanks for joining me. Um, you know, this is just like, it's, this is really the pilot um, before it premieres in February, and hopefully I work out all the kinks. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, first off, let me just ask you, man, um, how's Corona been treating you? Uh, I mean, like, I mean, it's been treating me. <laughs> like, it, it, like, it, like it, it's been fucking with me. Um, like, I, I mean, I felt it and I didn't feel, like feel it. Like, I haven't gotten it yet, but like, you know, through work. Uh, knock on wood, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Knock on wood. Um, through, I mean, I've had to continue to work. Like, I've seen it, like, in the economy because, you know, like, everybody's either we were slow, like, for a while or things, like, sped up. Uh, like, when things got, like, better, I guess. And like start, stuff started opening up again, but then everything slowed down again when the you know the second closure or the stay-at-home order that they put out, which just got lifted. So you know businesses started to come back up again. I feel it. I feel it. You've been uh, you've been able to go out recently. I know. Uh, I feel like Gavin Newsom just said that lockdown was over maybe three, four, four days ago. Um, I know barbershops are open up here. And uh, that's that's something everyone's excited about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta look fresh. <laughs> it's twenty twenty one, man. Gotta get the cut that's for right. the new year, right? Um, any positives for you, man? I know there's a lot of negative stuff, but uh, you know, any positives that came up for you in, during Corona? Positives, yeah. I got closer to finishing my book. You know, been working on that a lot harder. Um, you know, being at home, like. Obviously, you're motivated to like work on the things that you know you're passionate about. And since you know, since I'm home, I'm <laughs> I'm working on that. I've been getting through that. That's that's definitely been a positive. Getting getting closer to finishing that. Could you, in I know it's gonna be hard, but in one sentence, kind of like give a synopsis about what your well, not one sentence, but a couple sentences, what your book is about. Um, it's a coming of age sci-fi thriller that revolves around six characters that like come from all different parts of life uh you know stuff that we we would expect more like i guess because it's minority based you know mm. so uh all the characters are minorities and it's just giving giving us or like the minority people uh heroes to look up to oh so so it's a hero story or a it's a hero story, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, what's it called? So, I mean, we let's jump right into it, man. I know we tried doing this the, <laughs> the other day, uh, but now I feel like we got something going. I'm, I know I'm recording it, so even if no one watches the stream, I can throw it up later on, and you know, people can go back to it. So, uh, just a reminder, um, it's called 34 Questions. 
because I have 34 questions um, that I feel like are introspective and reflective. And I have the guests, they, they choose a random number between 1 and 34, and we just kind of go down the list um, and go with the flow of the conversation. It's never just going to be a yes or no. I'm always going to try to dig deeper if it calls for that. And Louise, if there's any question that you feel like you don't want to answer, let me know. We can just move on. It's, uh, it's all good. But take your time. I want you to think about the questions and then, you know, give the answers. Uh, quality over quantity. So, yeah, let's go for it. What's your first number? Um, conflicted about choosing this number. Hmm. Because it would be either like number eight or number 24, you know, it's Kobe, RIP. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, man. That that anniversary just came up. But yeah. all right, I got to ask you, man, where were you when you heard the news? I, I know I didn't get well, to ask you that. I was at work, actually. And uh, um, I actually found out through text message. I remember just like after I read the text message, I was like, man, like, why'd you even tell me, man? I'm at work. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm sad at work now. Like, you couldn't wait till I was out. <laughs> No, I feel you, man. I, I got it. Same thing. Text message. And I'm sure a lot of people were just like, this is a joke. You know, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of like hoaxes before. Right. Like <laughs> never thought it would be real. And then it was like, I thought, I thought it was a hoax for sure, like for a while. And then even after, like, I remember thinking like, nah, we're going to see like Kobe crawling out of the, like the car crash, like carrying his daughter on his back. <laughs> like that, that's how much of a warrior I thought the guy was. Dude, like if anything, if anybody. Kobe would be Kobe. the one to. <laughs> right? was, like he, he would survive in the woods and like, maybe next year he just comes out saying, "Yo, y'all forgot about me." <laughs> I mean, who knows? Uh, he's with Tupac and you know, <laughs> chilling in Cuba yeah. or something. Uh, anyways, all right, eight or twenty-four. Uh, you cool with eight first, since you know that was that was the number he started off with. We go yeah. twenty-first. No, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> all right, for sure, for sure. All right, so um, this question is, what is something you want to start to get into more? Like, um, you know, you, you have everything you're doing right now, but, like, what's that next, I don't know, interest that you're kind of like, you know, I want to do that, but, like, maybe you don't, well, yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, the next thing for sure is, like, uh, expanding, like, social media for, for the book I'm writing. Mm. Uh, just because... Uh, you know, I, I'm going to self-publish. So through the self-publishing process, like I know that that requires, you know, the, the publisher or the, like me to be my own advertiser. So I'm going to have to create social media that uh, is going to be able to like tell my story without necessarily giving off details. Obviously, you know, to create readers for the story. So, um, the hardest, I mean, the hardest part about that is like create, not just creating the content, but knowing like what kind of content to create uh, to get readers' attentions. And uh, I mean, I know enough about social media. Like I know like the different ones that exist, like the bigger ones, like like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. But then there's like all these other ones that are like coming out, like TikTok. But I don't even have TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know how I'm gonna get the story on TikTok. Or like when it comes to like all these like Snapchat, maybe like that. I have a Snapchat, but like I hardly use it. I so like you. I know that it's gonna be like one of those things that I have to get into that that I'm not necessarily too in depth in already. Oh, uh, how how would you rate like how would you rate your social media skills one to ten? <laughs> I mean. I think I know I can figure it out, 
so I mean, I guess like right now it would be a zero, but I mean, <laughs> like, but uh, like I could get, I could probably get to somewhere like after after figuring it out and like really creating like some kind of schedule, maybe like a structure, but I I just don't have it yet. I feel it. I feel it. Um, the follow up to that question is, what do you feel like are your biggest barriers into like getting into the social media game? Is it just time? Is it um, it like? You know, you don't know anything about TikTok. Are you really interested in getting TikTok? Um, stuff like that, yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> um, no, take your time, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, that's good. I mean, if, if you can't see any barriers, that means, you know, that, that gives you more motivation. You know, sometimes it's those barriers that kind of, like, keep us from pushing through. And But if you feel confident enough of, like, you know, like hey, there's no barriers for me then <laughs> yeah. that's what doesn't I mean I just, it's like a learning experience I, yeah. I mean like you and i we've, we've like learned enough from life that like we know that like if we encounter something we don't know like it just takes a little bit more time right because we got to figure it out no doubt no doubt um yeah man i mean and sometimes barriers come up as you're going through it right like you know you think you got to figure it out and then boom something comes up and you're like i'm new like damn <laughs> <laughs> like, like damn, I thought I got past this. I'm <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, cool. So 24 is your next, your next question or the next number you pick? Yeah. Okay. For sure. So, who is a stranger or passerby in your life that left the best impression, and how did that? How did they leave that impression? Like you don't know them anymore. Um, you know, it was nothing that. Yeah, just a total stranger. Um, the most, like, that left, like, a, like, a lasting mark, uh, I mean, I want to say a history teacher, because, uh, this history teacher, he was, um, he was, like, constantly skipping class, so, like, I almost never saw the guy anyway, uh, like, usually he would just, like, assign homework, and we would, like, turn it in electronically. Uh. But uh, one of the times he actually showed up to class before, like, everybody did, you know, uh, he, like, came in and he was just, like, pissed off. And he was just, like, he probably got yelled at, you know, just, and uh, he, he came into the class and he started, like, drawing something on the board. And, then, like, he draw a bunch of, like, uh, random shapes. Like, it was, like, a square, a circle, a triangle, and uh, I think it was, like, a little star shape. Okay. And. Like, he started saying, like, you know, all that shit, like, that you guys go through in your life, like, good or bad, like, he's just, like, yelling at us, like, and we've never really, like, heard the guy talk for this long. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just was, like, pointing at the board and, like, yelling, and he says, you know, when people tell you to, to think outside the box, well, first you gotta put all that shit in a box. And, like, he, he drew a box around all those shapes, and he just left the class. Like, <laughs> he grabbed his bag and he, and he like, took off, and... I, I remember just thinking, like, yeah, you know, that's pretty true, you know? Like, when, when people tell you to think outside the box, like, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, it's it's more so, like, to think outside the box, first you got to put everything in a box, and then you could think outside of it once once you do that. And, I mean, the guy was a stranger. Like, I never talked to him. I, all I ever did was, like, just do his homework. But I feel like that left a really lasting mark on me i feel like i've told people that that like thinking outside the box kind of story so many times like in my life and i i mean this is from a guy that i only saw maybe like eight times <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for like but, no more than 30 minutes <laughs> but that stuck with you huh 
and like yeah. so I don't know I guess can you think of a most recent I guess occasion where you've thought outside the box uh yeah like uh probably talking to like one of my like one of my old coworkers. uh he was talking about how like he didn't know what he wanted to do with a like with his life i guess because he was working all these different jobs don't don't we all man <laughs> yeah and but the guy's young you know like i think he's only like 21 or 22 yeah, dude. And yeah, so he's like he's super young, and I was like, dude, like nobody's got it figured out at that age. <laughs> like who, like who really does like know what they want when they're like that young? Yeah. And uh, like I told him, like, dude, like you're you're thinking about this like the wrong way. Like what whatever's bugging you is like a thing. Like uh, whatever it is, like that thing is is like something that's bugging you. Just turn that thing into like something physical, something like imaginary. And then I told him, like I told him, just think outside the box of that. And he was like, think outside the box. And he was like, what? If, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and I told him that story. And, uh, I mean, it sort of helped him. Like, he still hasn't really figured out what he wants to do. But, like, he's in, he's motivated to, to figure it out, which before he was just, like, frustrated by it. Like, instead of being frustrated by it, I think he's, he's like, looking to figure it out now. For sure. I mean, like, are you still in touch with him? Are you, like, uh... I mean, I talked to the guy, like, once a month, maybe. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, that, that's it's definitely interesting. I mean, I feel like we haven't talked in what months. So months, yeah, like, yeah. The last time I saw you was when you came for uh, uh, that thing at the Queen Mary when you came with your girl. Oh yeah, man. I miss oh. <laughs> I miss concerts, man. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm I'm looking forward to like possibly buying a Coachella ticket. Dude. <laughs> oh, because it's like, I, I need that now. <laughs> Uh, did you go to Coachella the the last time it was on or no? Nah? nah, man, I haven't gone since the last time I went with you. That was in what twenty thirteen, I think. Twenty. That was twenty thirteen. That was twenty thirteen. That was when we went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a minute ago. Uh, let's see. What's it called? Uh, I know. So I mean, this is this is the second time we've talked this week because I'm doing this this podcast and. Uh, you know, I'm hoping this really is like a way I can touch with, touch, uh, get in touch with people again, and um, you know, just strengthen my relationships, basically, man. So, you know, yep. yeah, definitely appreciate you coming on. Uh, let's see, well, you got another number for me? Another number, uh, fifteen. That's a that's my birthday number. Ooh, okay, okay. Let's see. All right, here we go. This one could last a little bit longer. Um, what change would you like to see in the world? Ooh, damn. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the biggest thing that like, I think, I wish people would be more patient, I think. Mm. Like that that's something that I, I, I wish would happen. And, and when I, what I mean is like, uh, how how quickly people get angry when something happens. I noticed that like, too, uh, man. I noticed that too. And like, yeah, I, I mean, it's okay to be outraged and like, and feel like you, you need to show some kind of emotion, but I feel like anger and like, anger comes from the lack of patience when people like don't have the time or like feel like they don't have the time to understand something, they react through anger. And I think 
if people had more patience, they would understand that that anger is really just their lack of understanding of a moment or an experience. Yeah. So I wish people would just show more patience in, in their life. More patience. And I think that that would probably lead to like so much more. <laughs> like. <laughs> how 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 does how does one develop patience? Um. Damn, that's a good question. I don't know how have I done it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. How, how uh, have I done it? The ways that I mean, I used to not be patient. Like I used to be terribly impatient. Like I, I would get frustrated and angry. And I think for me, it was just like enough experiences that ended up being negative through my through my own uh, impatience that I learned to be more patient. You know. Mm. Uh, I think one thing that taught me a lot of patience was uh, like times that I got hurt in sports. Like if I fractured an ankle or like, like broke my arm <laughs> or tore a tendon or, or something like, you know, I, I was forced not to be able to do something that like I, I truly like love doing, you know, and yeah. that, that's playing basketball. So like being able to like take a step back from something that, that you love to do because, you know, you're incapable of doing it. I think that, that taught me a lot of patience and uh, yeah. For sure. That's probably one of the ways I did it. No, man, I feel you. I mean, uh, you, you see me the first time we were doing this. I was getting so mad that I couldn't figure out the audio. And uh, <laughs> gen generally, I'm not like an angry person, but definitely like when you feel like there's a goal or something, you're trying to do it, you just kind of get like rattled or whatever. I, I, I notice for myself, if I ever get angry or frustrated, it reaches a peak, like right in the beginning. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. And I just want to be oh, like, but yeah, my mind my, my definitely shoots up and then it, it comes down because I, I basically, you know, this positive self-talk and just tell myself like, man, what, what's the rush? You know, what, what am I like, you know, so mad about if like, you know, I can figure it out tomorrow, even though tomorrow's not promised and you know, you want things to get done. Uh, you you gotta go with the flow right i mean yep. that's definitely how i stay patient um are you patient um, with <laughs> oh go ahead uh you you like you made me think of something in um in buddhism uh hmm. where they talk about uh they have like these three rules i forget what all three of them are but i know that um look one of up. them is <laughs> you can look it up uh, man you got you. yeah I could. you're right you're right yeah but uh, i know that two of, okay so two of them are uh the root of suffering is uh, is attachment, and uh, they're somehow they're like interrelated. Um, but uh, like usually, whenever like I, I get impatient with something, like or like I, I'm listening to something that frustrates me or just uh, you know just bothers me in like any way, I think of that statement that like uh, the root of suffering is attachment, and that attachment is like to an idea of like the way something has to be, you know, like, I feel like sometimes people like make up rules, like, oh, no, it has to be like this. And you're, and, and like, you, we sort of buy into those rules. And that rule is like an attachment that doesn't really exist. It's just a thing, like, you know, so, so that the root of my suffering in that moment is that attachment, the attachment to that idea. So like, whenever I feel like that feeling of like starting to like build up of, of anger, or, or stuff like that, like, I remind myself that like that, you know, this is just, it's an attachment to an idea. Once I get rid of that idea, then I'm no longer angry, you know? <laughs> you can change that idea, or that idea changes, right? Yeah. Uh, not, that's interesting, man, because, like, 
I feel like there's a there's a balance, right? That that in everything. So in that case, sometimes I think about how like I don't know successful people they they like to talk, <laughs> they like they like to talk about how um how you gotta be hard headed or you gotta be stubborn. You gotta have like you gotta have rules. You gotta have structure and you, you know you gotta like stick to those things and consistency, which is you know. Uh, something that I think is beneficial, you know, consistency and like having uh, strong goals and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, also the fact that like how attached can I be to that consistency? You know, if, if one day I, I can't do it or like I'm not feeling it, um, do I just tell myself like, no, you got to fucking do it or else, you, you know, you're, you're, um, it's not going to be successful or, you know, do anything. But yeah, I guess... I, in my mind, that's something that I try to find the, the balance for, you feel me? Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, a follow-up to the number 15 question is, uh, do you think it could happen? Or do you think it can't happen <laughs> for the world, you know? Like, because everyone's so different. <laughs> everyone's so different. So, like, yeah. You yeah. Think I mean, the only, way I, the only way I see that happening is, like, like, if you get a wish from a fucking genie, dude. <laughs> like, that's the only way I see that happening. I, don't, I mean, I think as much as somebody wants to be patient, like, there's going to be a lot of people that want to be just as impatient, you know? It's like, there's always going to be that balance of, like, people that they're like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> like, we're, we're going we're gonna to be just as impatient as you want us to be impatient, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, like not unless there's, like, a wish, you know? <laughs> like, that, that's it. And everybody, like, I, I know it's the Dragon Ball, but like, <laughs> that's my wish. I'm like, that's not gonna happen. Nah, I am, man. I, I feel you. It's a, it's, it would be a challenge. Um, and you know, I like that saying of like, uh, you know, be the, be the change you wish to see in the world. How could you be that change in this sense of like, you know, spreading the message of patience? Oh, dude. I mean. I, I doing stuff like this. I, I feel like this is this is a good way to talk about it, because I feel like that's like one of those subjects that people don't like to talk about. Like, like when you call somebody out on being impatient, they're like, "What?" <laughs> like they never say that. Like, "Oh, oh, really?" It's like, <laughs> like, tell me more. Like, <laughs> there's never like that. It's like you don't know me. Like, <laughs> usually. <Yeah. laughs> uh, no, I hear you, man, and. I, I could tell you one way you're already doing it by, you know, living your life is writing that book, man. How long have you been writing that book for? That takes a lot of fucking patience, bro. Um, yeah, five so. years. Or longer now, I think. It might be like six years. And you're, you're exercising that patience every day, bro, until until it gets there, gets out there, right? Um, no. So props to you, man. Hopefully whoever's watching out there practice patience sometimes um, and keep pushing. <laughs> What's the rush? <laughs> like, why are you guys in a hurry? <laughs> You're only competing with yourself. So remember that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we got uh, another number. Keep going. We got 34 of these. I don't think we're going to knock all of them out. That's not the intention. So. <laughs> since, I'm a, since I'm a big mama's boy, I'll go with my mom's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 14. 14. Okay. Um, yeah. Ooh. Uh, what would your perfect home be like? Oh, shit. I feel like I, I love this question. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, like, I've always had, like, the ideal home of, like, just having, like, a lot of land and having, like, a tiny home that's, like, on the back of a trailer. 
and moving the house around the land like throughout the year you know to, to go with the seasons mm-hmm. <laughs> so like different parts of the land like you know they'll they'll be decorated more so like so it's just imagine a big plot of land and a tiny home revolving around it like that's that's my ideal home <laughs> a big plot of land that that, that rotates like this or... No, not the land. Oh. Is, but okay. You, you rotate the trailer. Around. I was gonna say, bro. Like, <laughs> that's a, a big ro- rotating thing. That's gonna be some future. That's some future shit right there. That would be pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> like you're you're ne- you're never in one place. You're always moving while the whole world. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be sick. Um, by the way, uh, forgot to press the live button. So. People on IG and YouTube weren't watching this right away. So real quick, I'm going to introduce it just in case. Which is cool. Like people jump into the conversation, right? We're having this conversation. Yeah. Don't worry. We don't got to do the answers again. because we're, we're, could... we're mid-flow. We're good, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, welcome to 34 Questions, y'all. Um, your host, 34, here to have introspective, re- reflective conversations with the people in my life. Um and today's guest is Louise, a homie from my, the college era, era of my life, uh, my basketball teammate, um, the homie, you know, we go on trips all the time. Um, and yeah, he, uh, too bad we couldn't be housemates. He, he moved into the house after I left. But uh, uh, <laughs> I regret not moving in the first time. I think there was like, a, I had an opportunity like early on and it just like, I didn't take it fast enough and you guys filled the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was, I should have taken it back then. <laughs> That's cool. That would have been dope. <laughs> it it would have been a good couple of years for sure, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, let's, uh, I'm going I'm to build on to the perfect home question. And is, um, where would it be? Being California, oh, yeah. being another, maybe back I in mean, the I, motherland? <laughs> I definitely want it in, in California. That would be great. Uh, just because, I mean, obviously, like, I grew up here. And I'm, I'm like, so used to everything. And I just, I don't feel like I, like I would be able to get away from like that big city feel. Like I like being surrounded by people. Uh, it just, like I wouldn't be able to deal with a home that's like far away from like a big amount of people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I could not live on a farm. Like, <laughs> then that, that would probably not be me. In the middle of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Like, I could try. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Uh, what's it called? And who would be with you? Who would be with me? But I mean, I mean, family probably. Like I would hope for family to be around. Like I mean, I don't know when, when I'm having. Well, I don't know when I'm gonna have this this like ideal home. But I mean, hopefully, like wife and kids. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> around. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's an obvious. Like, choice. That's what I'm assuming. Like <laughs> anyone outside that norm, like you know, yeah. are are your parents living with you? Yeah, sure. Like, I'll, I'll make them their own little tiny home somewhere, <laughs> like somewhere on the plot of land. <laughs> They'll have a spot. Definitely. Definitely, man. Um, I mean, are you going to ask your, if you had enough land and enough space, would your brother and his family be with you too? Or are you, is he, you understand think, about him that he kind of wants his own thing and like, you wouldn't ask him to come through? I think that's the, yeah, the mentality is like, you know, I'll ask him if he wants to, but yeah. I think. I mean, at the same time, like everybody wants their own things, you know. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> but doubt, like, yeah. if he's down, cool. Yeah, we got the space. <laughs> like, it's right there. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, 
the most selfish idea I had growing up, like regarding this question, was um, I wanted to buy a whole block, like you know, city block or whatever, and have h- houses, you know, all around it, right? And yeah. then people in different parts of my life would all occupy their own house or whatever. And then, but we all shared a, a big ass backyard, and like you know, <laughs> that'd be dope. And have, and have like that'd be awesome. Like everything you'd want in that backyard, you know, the park, the pool, the whatever, and like. Yeah, that that community, but based a community with all the people I've all ever known friends. in my life. Yes. It's selfish. It's selfish, but man, if I can imagine it was like you walk out and you're like you're shooting hoops or whatever, and they're like they stick their head out the window like, "Hey, you balling?" Like, and then they like, pick up game, pick up game right there. Yeah, uh, and like speaking to existence, you know, maybe one day I'll be able to do it and offer stands for for all the people i know and um, right. yeah yeah you know oh you know would they would they live there for free or would you charge them rent like <laughs> you know i'm gonna give them the homie discount but i gotta pay taxes <laughs> on, on that property and that you know it's going <laughs> if i buy a whole city block that's a lot of taxes um, right <laughs> but yeah that's a big water that's a big water bill <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i would charge for utilities i would figure out how much the property taxes are and then kind of divide it amongst everybody. And like, hopefully. Like balance. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, honestly, like, I don't think everybody would want to live on that block because no one's going to, not everyone's going to probably live in that city. So in my mind, maybe it could be like, um, some houses are going to be, uh, I'm, basically for people who are struggling and homeless, I would make them into like houses where they can stay for an like a year while they get their life back together and like like a of, like a halfway home yeah is that what they call it? i thought halfway homes was for like people coming out of prison but yeah. I mean, yeah. same idea like, yeah, same. We're, we're all in a prison but... <laughs> Ooh, that was deep <laughs> that was a good one that was a good one um but yeah you know like give them yeah i have a whole lot another idea for how i would approach the homeless part issue but that's, that's where, where would this uh the city block be is this like where you grew up or where are you putting the city block um you know for the sake of like just being in the hometown san francisco right um but realistically i'd probably go somewhere that's out of the city because um you know just to keep it a little more quiet maybe somewhere in the suburbs in the bay area um yeah. It doesn't have to be the barrier necessarily, just a suburb, suburban area where if you want to go to the city, you can. But, you know, if you're not about that city life, you can have a quiet life, you know. And uh, it's just being around good people, you feel me? Like, um, it sucks, like, you know, me and my cousins at this point, we, we don't live close to each other that much. Uh, and even when, if there isn't corona, it's really hard for us to all get together like we used to as kids. Um, so having a place like that where we all can kind of be around each other and, you know, be like, hey, you know, let's let's go have a barbecue next week. And it's like, boom, just come to the backyard. And, yeah, right. <laughs> walk, out back, walk out back. <laughs> exactly. Dope, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could that. That would be dope. I would love that. One day, man, one day. If any, if I have to, I will buy just a plot of land and then just <laughs> just tell everybody to, like, come out here and, like, build, build take your space, build your thing, and, uh, you know. <laughs> Let's make it happen, but uh, there's actually All you gotta build is like the like the the shareable part. Everything else they could build, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
There's actually, I don't know if you, I, I looked into it in the beginning of uh, Corona, but like, there's like plots of land you can buy for hella cheap, but like, they're in places that might not be great for minorities. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah nah. like, uh, but man, there's, for $10,000, you buy like acres of land in Alabama, you know, like, <laughs> but, uh, I don't yeah. feel like, I don't feel like going through like those kinds of trials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I feel like I've seen too many movies where it goes bad. I'm just not trying to go through that. You don't like uh, what's that movie with uh, Denzel? Um, uh, the one where he's a football coach. Uh, uh, remember the Titans, man. Remember the Titans. Like, yeah. dude, I'm gonna get bricks thrown through my window. <laughs> like, I don't know. Go you gotta tell yourself. You gotta tell yourself patience. Patience. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll just stay here. Yeah, my people yeah. accept it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Um, all right, next next number. Keep it rolling. Next man. number, I'll go with uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Uh, that's my dad's birthday. Okay, this might be heavy, and you might you know want to skip this one if you don't want to put that business out there. But uh, what all, would, right, all right, all right, all right. Let's hear it. What would you like to apologize for? Ooh. Uh. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like that's that, that's a good question. Like, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like there's there's like probably a lot of people in my life that like I've I've unintentionally done wrong. You know, like I wasn't trying to do wrong, but then like uh, after the fact, like you know, like I noticed, like oh shit, like I was wrong. You know, in that in that instance. Preaching, preaching's uh, in fire, man. You know it. <laughs> yeah, like it, I mean, it happens. Like I, I like a lot of people don't really notice it, like as it's happening. You know, because I feel like what we talked about, like we're we're so wrapped up in the emotion. But uh, fuck, damn! I got a lot of stuff to apologize. <laughs> Whichever one you want to share, you know. And honestly, uh, man, like you want to take this moment to apologize. This is that's great content. <laughs> In yeah, my, my no, selfish side. Uh, apologize. <laughs> nah, I, I I think I think I will skip this question. <laughs> no, no problem, man. No problem. Yeah. I, know, I, I mean, know it's this, okay. I, I feel like. I think it's okay that people, if people that heard that statement, we're good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I know I'm sorry. Like, I'll, I'll say it if I ever see them. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I'm not going <laughs> to. This is good, man, because if, if enough people tell me this is too much, then that's I know that's a question for me to take off. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, let's let's get, get to the <laughs> next question, then. <laughs> I, I keep thinking of, um, what's his name, Conor McGregor? You're, I don't know if you're, you remember, there was like a post-interview fight where he's like being interviewed and he's like, I just want to take a second to apologize to not a goddamn person. And he's like, I'm not going to, fuck that. Like, he's saying that like, <laughs> uh, did you watch that fight or, uh, uh where, the last one where he got beat up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got whooped on to be honest. That, that last hit just like, I thought he was done. I don't know if you noticed like his leg, like stiffened up, like, <laughs> like something happened to him. I thought, oh damn. I don't watch MMA like that, but I know who Conor McGregor is. I know what he's about. Um, I listened to a couple of recaps of that fight, and a lot of people were just saying, like, yo, man, like, we love him, but he just seems like a different person. He's, he's like, satisfied a little bit more. Like, he's not as hungry as much. And it's not, I mean, if you want to be a fighter, you can't have those feelings, but, you know, a lot of people are happy for him because he seems more 
you know, content and like he knows what he wants out of life. You know, I know he just had a daughter that seemed to have mm-hmm. changed his life. He has that new whiskey that is making him more money, or not more money, but um, a, a lot of money that probably he doesn't have to think about, you know, fighting to be a career anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a, I, I can't say it's true, uh, but there's like a post post uh, fight interview and like um, something he had mentioned was like, um, you know, for some reason, I don't feel bad about this. Like, I don't feel bad about losing. And I, that's something I need to reflect on. That's what Connor said. Like, he was oh, re- he was realizing that, like, oh, shit, maybe this isn't for me anymore, you know? And like, yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I feel like I heard this from, what's this guy's name? Uh, you remember uh, Gary Vee? Or you know, uh, Gary Vee, the, the influencer? Yeah, the uh, influencer. I, yeah. I think I'm... Think of him as the wine guy because yeah, I know he was the wine guy. <laughs> he started well, off like with wine. Now then, I follow him on Instagram, so like every now and then, like I'll, I'll stop on one of his posts and like I'll listen to something like he's saying. And uh, the tagline said, "Like, is it okay? Like, if you feel like you hit like a wall or something like that, like in your in your like creation like phase or whatever." And this he was interviewing this girl, and the, the girl was saying, "Like, you know." I made all this money doing this thing that, like, I, I really liked at the time, but, like, now I'm just, like, not too passionate about it. Mm. And she asked him, like, is it okay to feel this way? Like, is this going to go away or, like, what, what's going to happen? And then the basic answer for her that, that, like, he gave her was, like, you're just not into it anymore. You're overthinking the issue. Like, you're, you're not into it anymore and it's not, you're not passionate about it. You should move on maybe. Whew. And yeah. until you find that thing. And she just stood there, but she looked happy that he had told her that because I think she was already thinking it, you know, but she just, she felt like she had been so successful that she had to like stick to that standard of success and couldn't get out of it. Like she felt like almost trapped in her own success. So he basically said, move on or don't, you know, like if, if you really feel like, like you're not passionate about that thing anymore, maybe you should move on. And when I, when he said that, like, I, that sort of like fed into me too, because I was thinking like, <clears throat> I was thinking about my book and I was thinking about, you know, am I not passionate about this anymore or did I, or have I really just hit like writer's block where like I'm stuck or something, you know? And, uh, I mean, I still am passionate about it. Like I still am. Like I knew that wasn't gone and that sort of helped me push forward and like continue to create <clears throat> because I knew that the passion wasn't gone. Like I still had what. I felt was a purpose to continue the book. I feel you, man. I mean, um, that, that statement definitely makes me think about, like, you know, my rap career, Hella Hungry, just shit like that, man. I, I, I held on to my rap career until I was 27. And, uh, you know, I mean, for me, it's like, I still love to do it. I still love to write. Um, but one of those things where, like, I didn't put enough effort in in, in my, the early stages and I wasn't trapped in success you know I, maybe I was trapped in failure um, but I was uh, yeah it just made me think about like I could keep going and uh, I seen this meme the other day where it was like uh, dude's still trying to rap at age 40 and they're like it's time it's time for jazz <laughs> and I'm like damn <laughs> It's time for jazz. Yeah, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for that. Uh, and like with Hella Hungry too. Um, oh shit. Yeah. You still there? 
Yeah, my battery's going low. Oh shit. Um, that's cool, man. Let me know when it's like at, at its end. This is a pretty good good length. It's like forty minutes right now. Uh, yeah, I'm at ten percent right now. Just, just letting you know. All right, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, like, I think with with stuff sometimes like your ego can get wrapped up in stuff. That for me, that was the biggest thing, man. Wrap wrapping in Hello Hungry, um, and especially with Hello Hungry, uh, I just felt like my ego got wrapped into it a lot. Um, it became a part of my identity uh, when I would introduce myself to people. It was like one of the first things, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm so and so. Oh yeah, and this is this is my brand. Go check it out. I I didn't like that. <laughs> um, as much as I like the message and like creating the the designs and you know making clothing for me and my homies, that's what I loved about it. But the fact that people were like, oh, you got to take ownership of it. You got to like tell people this is who you are. And I'm like, man, like. <laughs> it's not everything I am. And like, I know it's not just me. Like there's people out there who support a part of the message too. So mm-hmm. one of the reasons I had to let it go, at least for now, I, I wouldn't say I let, let go of rapping or I let go of, uh, <laughs> or I let go of Hella Hungry. They're all just pushed to the side. And like, you know, I, I know I asked you about Corona in the beginning. Um, for me, like for me, it was just narrowing down what it is I liked about those, those things. Like for rapping, um, I liked expressing myself and, you know, just talking things out. Uh, and then for Hella Hungry, it was like, you know, connecting with people and like trying to get people on, put people on. And those those things that I loved about those two things, it has came, came up and made this podcast, you know. Um, so sometimes failures, you're going to learn a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, just got and this might not be the thing, but I know I'm going to probably learn from this experience as well so oh yeah there's always something to learn fuck yeah oh for sure uh all right man like since we're almost running out of time give me uh one more question uh one more number yeah uh 11 that's my brother's number <laughs> my brother's birthday hey, number you you went with your family numbers man are these are lot of numbers yeah. too you should, you should play <laughs> uh so okay this one's a little more fun uh, what artist song or album has inspired you Oh, dude, uh, there's a there's a song by J Rock, uh, you know, uh, win, 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 win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that song has like it, like motivated me, inspired me, like in so many ways, dude. Like there'll be times like where like, I'm feeling down on myself, you know, like or something. I just put that song on and like boom, <laughs> like I, I feel like I'm ready for like whatever, you know. Your your mind just shifts, right? When you, when you yeah, it's it. like that that switch. Like you, you can turn it on. You hear that, and I just I feel like, all right, cool. Time to get to work. <laughs> Let's do this. I feel it. Uh, like I would say, uh, what what about that music resonates with you? You know, I mean, just like the the mere fact of like the guy just like he he like straight up says, um. Like stop fucking with that bitch. Win, 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 win. <laughs> like and, and like the bitch. Like it doesn't necessarily mean like in my no. mind like like a girl. It could all like I, I think it's like it's like a thing. Like it could also be a thing. Like stop fucking with that shit. Like just win, 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 win. Like fuck it. Like just fuck whatever that is. No. <laughs> Push I, by that and then just keep man, getting it. You know. <laughs> man, if I know you, man, I know it was literal too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'm counting fresh air. <laughs> um, what's it called? Um, yeah, all right, man. I mean, 
I, I don't want to take up too much of time and you know you need to go charge your phone but let me just ask you if you got any questions for me and you know I, I don't want to make this about me but I also want to make a good conversation uh, it's really about the guests but like you know if if there's any questions you have for me I, I'll answer a couple before we, we end it up um, it's cool if you don't either okay no, so I, I do have a question so your if I'm if I'm right, I don't know if I'm still right. You, you it might have changed by now. But your favorite rapper is is Nas, right? Or was Nas? So, I mean, like as far as favorite rappers go, like there's always going to be some that are near and dear to my heart. Nas will always have like this this special category since his music was the one that started started that love for hip hop for me like forever. So, um, I mean, like if you're gonna ask me who my current favorite rapper is versus you know who has that title of like being the person that pushed me into hip hop is, is two different things. So Okay. Okay, so so Nas is who pushed you into hip hop? So who is your current favorite rapper? Um yeah, let me think. So I, I, I love finding new music and everything. I always listen to like the young up and comers, not necessarily like the mainstream rappers. Um and you know, I'm an old head, so if the person I'm about to say is, is popular and like, you know, is making it big and I just I just don't know because I'm not listening to the radio and, you know, following music videos and whatnot. Um, have you heard of Aaron May? Aaron May? Yeah, Aaron May. Nah, but, I mean, I will now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I, I usually... As far as, like... always give good recommendations when it comes to music, so... <laughs> so right I, I probably will listen. <laughs> yeah, Aaron May, like A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron uh, May, as in the month. Uh, he has this album. Let me look it up right now. But it was one of those albums where I was able to listen to it, you know, front front to back. And uh, oh, okay. Normally, right. to, I have this uh, like, for me to consider an album a classic or like something where I'm like, boom, I am a fan of that person. Um, let's say it's a ten ten album, uh, ten track album. Yeah. At least seventy percent. If I if, if I fill in seven songs out of ten, that's that's a classic for me. That's like yeah. okay, you're definitely somebody I'm gonna be looking forward to every time you drop something. Um, okay, I get that. <clears throat> That's how I was with uh with uh, Logic when I discovered Logic. Log Logic's another one, man. Uh, definitely, yeah. Like a lot of artists are like that. Um, oh yeah, so the the album is called Chase. C H A. Chase. Yeah, Chase. By Aaron May. Yeah, Chase by Aaron May came out in 2019. Um, yeah, uh, next time I talk to you, man, let me know what you think of it. Uh, it's probably good. Good. I got you. <laughs> I mean, it, it's introspective hip hop, so you know, it's all probably not like party bangers, but <laughs> still, uh, they're, they're not gonna be playing in the clubs, like <laughs> <laughs> at the lounge. You know, that's that's something I would love to do is open a lounge where I just you know play that kind of shit. Uh, yeah, dude, that's actually that's always been a, like a mini dream of mine too. Like having just a space where people could just go and hang out. Like maybe drink some coffee and then but just create there almost like a that fucking place like we work for free yeah. you know just but we sell coffee <laughs> that's interesting man i mean i worked at a place like we work uh before the, the my current job and uh, yeah i mean it's it's tough in this uh social climate right now but once once <laughs> once things get <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you know people don't want to be out but yeah yeah man it's still a dream and um I guess, like, let me ask you this. Do you think people are going to, like, go crazy when things kind of, like, open up and they're, like, 
everyone's vaccinated. Everyone's like, you know. I mean, it's I can't speak for others, but I know I want to. Like, <laughs> like I know when, when things get back to normal, and like I know not I know everybody's vaccinated, but you know, like when what's that thing when the the herd vaccination or whatever, like the, herd the immunity. Dominant, herd immunity. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. When that kicks in, like I mean, I'll probably I'll test the waters. I'll, like I'll go out, see what's up. Uh, and then I guess my last question would be, uh, what would be your prediction of when things get back to more normal? Because like, I feel like every every month, anytime I ask this question to anybody, we're always like, all right, it's gonna be in three months. Three months later, fucked. What is it? It's gonna be, it's gonna be next year. Go. I remember twenty twenty one. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your prediction, man? I mean, I think not until like holidays. Probably because then I feel like we felt it a lot these holidays, like where everybody wanted to see each other yeah. and like everybody did, like it didn't matter. Like a lot of people like still went out and like saw their family, even though, you know, they were getting recommended not to. And uh, I think these holidays, once since the vaccine is out, I think we'll experience like everybody going back to like holiday stuff and like, you know, just getting together in like big groups, but just a lot, you know, because of the major holidays like thanksgiving christmas time new year's i think that's when we'll start to see like regular like normal stuff again <laughs> i just had an idea man like i'm gonna create a calendar or i'm gonna place bets on it so like, <laughs> you, you, you give me a date that you feel like whoever gets closest to that date will, will win the pot of money so uh well, I'll, that'll, that'll be something in the future and um Dude, okay, so if, if I wanted to bet on it, I would say October 31st, Halloween. 2021? Yeah, 2021, October 31st. I think that's when everybody's going to be like, fuck it, let's do this shit. Like, <laughs> no mask and everything. Like, <laughs> no mask and everything. I mean, some places are already going, like, fucking. Yeah, no like a lot of places are already doing it. But I think probably Halloween this year is when uh, I, I would bet my money on. That's that's optimistic, man. For me, I I'm willing to bet against anybody. Maybe like I'll put like fifty bucks on this. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a five dollar buy-in because I'm gonna try to get every guest to kind of like you know put put some money. To put their bet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It'll be a fun thing, you know, something yeah. to build onto. Um, and also like I, I, I'm trying to think of doing this like family feud kind of like game show if I can. Oh, dude, that would be that would be cool with these squares. Like dude. we already got them. Like. Dude, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like. So basically, I'm going to send out a survey to every guest, and then everybody answers, like, on the survey. And it'll be one of those things where, like, top three answers, it's going to be you versus maybe two other people. And then I'll be like, all right. <laughs> I, asked, like fun. I asked, who's the greatest basketball player of all time? The top three answers are on, on the board. And then you'll be like, <laughs> Michael Jordan, everybody, you know, shit like that, shit like that. Uh, yeah. I'm in. It's, it's going to <laughs> Remember when we talked about ideas? It's a good idea. You gotta fucking idea man. <laughs> well, right here we all we got nothing but ideas. <laughs> well, for sure, man. Hey, uh, yeah. Before I let you go, man, just want to say I appreciate it a lot. Uh, you know, you came back twice after the first first time. It, it wasn't working out well. Um, but yeah, uh, it gives me a lot of I juice. Appreciate you too, bro. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that I've learned this year or like last year, uh, we got to give people roses while we can. You know. So, you know, I appreciate you, brother. Uh, can't wait to hang out, you know, like we do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is pretty much a hangout, man. And, um, yeah. like, uh, yeah, the, the roses thing. You've been listening to all the Smoke podcast. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They say that all the time, man. <laughs>
They say that all the time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, appreciate it, man. And give you the. I don't know. We're still here. All right. I got 5%. <laughs> yeah. Give you your roses too, man. Like, I know you've been working on that that book for a long time. Um, and shit, I, I, I look up to you in that regard, man. Like, that's something I'm trying to do as well. And, uh, but not not necessarily write a, a novel or nothing, but just having a book that you can, I can say, like, yo, that's my shit right there. And if anybody wants to read it, they can read it. Uh, but you keep pushing, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, and, Man, I can't I can't wait till it becomes a movie. <laughs> yeah, same here, bro. Hey, you'll probably be working on it. I'll probably hire you to like to help me make the music. No, right? oh, shoot. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna need somebody to help me make the soundtrack. If you can, let, let me get an audition. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see you. We can figure it out. <laughs> let me do a cameo at the end or something where I could like it, it leads up to the next book or something. I don't know. I, I'm sure you got ideas for everybody, but yeah. I do. I do. For sure, man. Uh, much love. I will catch yeah, you man. soon. And if See you could, you, if you could, man, um, I'm going to ask something selfish, but uh, so, <laughs> subscribe to the channel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, you don't need to leave a comment. Just want to see that that one. I want every guest. If, if I can get every guest to do it, that's, that would be enough for me. Um, yeah. But yeah. And then, like, if you feel comfortable sharing the video uh, after it's out there, uh, please do that, too. Um, because it, it, my, my hope is that, like, people that you know, like, take it as a way to get to know, know you better and, um, you know, kind of, like, you uh, you know, let's say for your niece or whatever, right? Um, God forbid something happens, they'll have something where, like, yo, this is what your uncle was like. You feel me? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm totally into that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, especially when kids get older, that's, that's when they start yeah. w wanting to know about, you know, their ancestors and people in their lives and everything. Um, yep. Uh, actually, uh, damn, I got this one other last question for you. Uh, okay. What would you like your descendants to know about you? Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You, you can what say. What would I like my descendants to know about? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's like what to know about me, but like, I think in like, in my what I have found out up until now, uh, just like information I would like them to know, you know? Like, uh, what I've figured out about life, at least, for me, the meaning of life, or at least the lives that we're living, is to uh, to really understand why we're here, you know? Because we, we really could have been born, like, whenever. Like, we could have been born, like, in another country where we don't have the access to all the things that we have access to. And, uh, I think if I'm speaking to, you know, my, like the future generations, like I would want them to, to really try and observe as much as they can, the, their surroundings and, you know, truly appreciate where they, where they are and why they're there because ultimately it's going to lead to development and like leading to, to creating a better world. And I mean, if, if my future generations like learn anything from me, I hope it's that that, you know, we, we are responsible for, for where we're at. And that comes along with understanding our own lives. Yeah, man. Yeah, that would, that would be what I would, would want them to learn. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, I hope your descendants, descendants thank you for that, too, in, in the future. I hope so. This is better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this shit wasn't easy, but... <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. 
All right, man. I will catch you soon. And, you know, after I run through all the guests, uh, if you're down to come on again, do a few more questions, and let's get to it, man. All right, man. Thank you. Much love. Appreciate it, bro. See you. Peace. Peace.